This is John Barnett. And this is Terrence J. This is Doug. Doug Pullen right here. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me back in. Great day so far. We've got a really hot topic here. We're going to deal with is cancel culture toxic. Have you ever been canceled? Nope. I actually have, Doug. I've been canceled. Have you? I have. Church didn't want to have me back to speak. Wow. Why was that? <laughs> I was toxic, man. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that subject. We're going to dig into the facts. I've got a surprise for you. Coming from the Gen X side on this, the cancel culture toxic. Hmm. Terrence J., what do you say? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty toxic, man. You know, uh, let's get into it, man. I, I kind of think that this uh, cancel culture is uh, pretty toxic. So, for our older, I think boomers know who it is. I mean, know what it is, but I'm gonna read the definition. So, cancel culture or call out culture mm. is a modern form of ostracism, a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, whether it be online, on social media, or in person. Those subject to this ostracism are said to have been canceled. Your life is over. It don't matter anymore. Hmm. You're, you're dead to me, son. <laughs> but <clears throat> ostracism. You know, the word ostracism means exclusive or uh, rejection, shunning, repudiation. Hmm. But the word ostracism has the word racism in there. Hmm. That's really interesting. I'm looking that up right now. Very interesting. <laughs> so this is why I say it is toxic. You know, looking at um, the black community, right? Or LGBTQ LGBTQIA P uh, community. Um, those two are quick to cancel you based off of a statement that you may make on social media or any, any little thing, your opinion <laughs> doesn't mm. matter to them. You You're saying that wholesale? Are you saying, is this a general policy? In these communities? Are you saying there's some in the communities? I say, uh, I want to say general. Go there, Terrence. I want to say general. Go uh, there. I mean, we're seeing it. We're seeing, uh, for example, Spotify, Jeff Rogan, right? Joe. Um, yeah, Joe, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan, my bad. But uh, yeah, Joe said the word uh, on his one of his episodes when he was first starting off. But I think he was just trying to explain something when I seen the video. He was just just explaining. He wasn't know. calling somebody the yeah, word. He, he was, was just uh, using the word. Yeah, in the conversation, just explaining, like, you know. Right. Like you said, like the word bitch. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> that you just didn't call me. Exactly. You didn't call me or you wasn't using it towards women, but you said it, you know, to explain the word. But that's what he was doing. And now they want to cancel Joe. Hmm. They want to <laughs> ostracize him. So... I see it as they're fighting racism with racism. Mm. They're fighting hatred with hatred. You, you, it, <laughs> two wrongs don't make a right. Correct. That's how I see cancel culture. And it's toxic, very toxic. Mm. What do you say, Doug? China has its own cancel culture, too. China does? Well, yeah, you can't say anything bad about the president. Mm. <laughs> Will you end up dead? Oh, you'll end up disappearing. Same thing in North Korea. You get canceled real quick. So Did that happen to like a sports figure over there in China? Yeah, yeah, because she said uh, she was speaking out about being raped by one of the officials at the Olympics. Right. Not one of the Olympics officials, but one of the CCP officials. Mm. And she went and got retrained. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, injected with something. I'm, I'm, okay, folks. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> now. I, I do think that it has its place, though. You know, I'm not going to say that it's one thousand percent toxic. You mm -hmm. know, what I mean, I might say that it's ninety nine point nine, but point nine. <laughs> right. You know, but that just that one percent, it, it does it does have have its place. 
uh, has its place. So, you know, we watch many videos of Gen Z. They'll go to your door and confront you, you know, based off cancel culture. You know, uh, it's very scary. Mm. The, the most feared generation Gen Z is. Uh, they'll go to your front door and look, did you, did you, did you call my man's a nigga? You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make you take that back. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and then they'll find your address. They'll find your, your email address. They'll find out where you work. They'll just, they know your social security number, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they will use it and put it out there. Uh, like cyberbullying, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's what this is. They will ruin your life. <laughs> now, could hurt you, possibly. It has its place, but to use it in that kind of like setting or, you know, you ain't about to ruin my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree with Dave Chappelle. You know, some things that he said about, you know, the, the, the um, LGBTQ community. I agree with what he was saying. You know, he wasn't trying to talk about anybody in, the, in a derogative way. Um, his One of his close friends, Daphne, you know, trans, uh, she ended up passing, but they sat at the table, had great conversations, you know, and he thought mm -hmm. that she, you know, eventually she was a, a good comedian. Um, but they tried to cancel Dave. Cause his friend was all for it, right? Yes, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to cancel him. Uh, but yeah, but his trans friend, yeah, they were all right. All for it. She agreed with what well, he agreed with Dave. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, but anyways, uh, they tried to cancel him, but it just, I don't know, like he floated above cancel culture. Like <laughs> it's called money. Yeah. <laughs> Making a lot of it. Yeah. Can yeah. I read some here? This is uh I looked up the etymology mm -hmm. of uh the word ostracize. So I just find this really interesting. Uh <laughs> this is ostracism, fifteen eighties. The name of a legal political method. Huh. Hello. Here comes the conspiracist. <laughs> it ain't conspiracy, though. I'm going to keep reading. <laughs> the name of a legal political method among the ancient Athenians by which men deemed dangerous to the liberties of the people or embarrassing to the state. <laughs> they so were banished for 10 years by public vote. All right, so... I just find it really interesting that, and this is the asterisk I'm going to put on this. I think most people agree with cancel culture. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? Well, I mean. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. Build your case, John. Well, number one, somebody phrased the term anyway, mm -hmm. right? Yep. That means it was created and we all adopted the term, just the term itself, right? Right, mm -hmm. right. Ten years ago, we didn't use the term cancel culture. No, no. It. I, I want to say it had its beginning with Bill Cosby, but it, people were being canceled before that. But when, yeah. when it happened to him, that's when that term started, you know, you start to hear more of that with Bill Cosby. Okay, so... Point one is the term was created and then caused to gain steam, right? Mm -hmm. Point two, more importantly, the concept was created and then caused to gain steam, hmm. right? Right. So, like I mentioned earlier, I've been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't really want, let's, let's say, okay, your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. She's inviting some guy for dinner. She's a teenager now. Yeah. Let's put her as adult. <laughs> <laughs> Brings this man over. He pants sagging. He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> you canceling him right there. Right. <laughs> you ain't even letting him in the house, man. He's dead to me. Don't respect you. Didn't say hi to your wife. Mm -hmm. What's up, man? Oh, yeah. And cancel. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> I suppose so. It depends on how you look at the terms and how they're used. Yeah, I mean, that, and that is my it's, point. It's, <clears throat> social pressure is one thing. I think cancel culture is something different. Okay. It's it's mob rules, what it is. It's more about, like, might makes right. It's doing away with uh, the idea that you're 
innocent until proven guilty. Right. You know, they'll go back and find a text or a Twitter post or something from 10 years ago and find a racy joke you made, like, this guy is racist. We shouldn't have him on this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's that's different than just normal social pressure. You don't see people walk into Starbucks and calling someone the N-word mm-hmm. without people, like, turning around like, what does this guy just say? Mm-hmm. Does he know where he is? <laughs> You don't you don't see that anymore because it's it's not part of the culture. Cancel culture is basically is mob rule, and a very loud portion of people deciding who gets to be where. Mm-hmm. So that's cancel culture to me. It's not really social pressure. Right. All right. So you're th- <clears throat> you, so you're adding to that. So it says someone being thrust out of social or professional circles. So it's how you're bringing out how they're throwing them out. Mob rule. They're you did like <laughs> you, we, we, we're going to, we're going to destroy your career. Right. So I'm glad you brought up my rule. All right. If you go back to France way back in the old ancient days when King Louis the 14th or whatever, yeah, <clears throat> the mob took him out and cut his head off, <laughs> <They sure did. laughs> but they were right. <laughs> they were being oppressed. They were being tortured. They were being killed. And eventually the people had enough. And if they stayed under his leadership, which it actually got worse after that, because mm-hmm. then it went into the reign of terror yeah. where mob rule just <laughs> exploded and they was cutting people's heads off with the guillotine. Mm-hmm. I think all of us inherently understand because even in our constitution, we have the right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. And what does it say? Against the tyrannical government. Correct. We will. We have legal authority to rise up against tyranny, right? Mm-hmm. The mob. That's right. Okay. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Like said, you said. That's right. It has its place. And even violence sometimes mm-hmm. is okay. You know, if the if the um, uh, if there is a well, let me go back. There there was a guy in a subdivision I lived in. He was a prior sex offender, mm-hmm. and then he started peeping around people's homes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they called the police, and the police said, there's nothing we can do. Oh, yeah. What you going to do, Doug? Something I can mm-hmm. do. <laughs> <laughs> you got little kids playing all the time. It's not that he's a former offender, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's active now. Right. And literally what happened was, fortunately, it worked out. He went in my neighbor's house across the street. I don't even know how he got in the house, man. Touched the little girl's leg. And in that, <clears throat> that's a sexual offense. Mm-hmm. That is that is a felony. Yeah. And so then they said, all right, when well, y'all seen call us. All right. Right. But where it was going was, we about to take this fool out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to get my daughter. And... Everybody in that neighborhood was like, wink, wink. Cancel. <laughs> well, <laughs> Cancel your life. We good with that. We, <laughs> so even there's some cases where a measure of violence, we'll all agree with. Correct. Yeah. Right? That's what I said. It has its place. Right. So <clears throat> if something was created and then the concept was created, we get back to the why, but let's talk about who was doing it. Mm-hmm. All right. So before social media, you couldn't do what you do now, right? You couldn't go on and cyber bully with ten thousand people. Mm. It just was impossible, mm. right? Um, so, who profits the most from cancel culture? That's mm. the question I'm asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who actually profits from cancel culture? Uh, I don't know. There's, there's a saying, get woke, go broke. <laughs> so, well, think about this, though. Let me, let me flip that around. If then I can take that and, and, and paint myself as a martyr, I can make a lot of money. I can, I can go, hey, who, who, they're who, slamming uh, me. Hmm. It's not fair. Right. And then I can get more clicks and views. Wink, wink, mm-hmm. to my site, 
or to my channel or whatever because I've used that. I've shifted now and made myself the martyr as opposed to. I don't think that worked out for Jesse Smollett. No, it didn't. It didn't work out for him. <laughs> the evidence was too overwhelming for him. I mean, you got guys writing check. You don't wrote a check to the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you sleep around with one of the dudes that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, but I'm throwing a bone in here. I'm representing Gen X. <laughs> I'm throwing a bone in here. Is there somebody or groups behind cancel culture that are causing this thing to go way further than what people intended? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? This is a conspiracy in me mm-hmm. coming out, mm-hmm. but I'm going to back this up with facts. So what do you guys think, though? Is there is there something behind, like, like what you said, that is true. <clears throat> You can do things now to smear people. You can and you can do it all through social media, with no accountability, no repercussions. Mm-hmm. You know they don't use the slander or libel laws for any of this anymore. No, and it's it's like a subculture that's created. So I'm asking, who profits from that? Someone does. I'm not sure who, but. The farthest back I can trace this stuff is to Occupy Wall Street. Because during that movement, there's a lot of people united against corporations mm-hmm. for just the shady stuff they were doing. And at some point during that movement, it became about racism and sexism, very oddly. Right. So Totally different and, than and, what they started. Yeah, and then during that movement, they were segregating themselves, and you still see people segregating themselves on universities. It's, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. So I think that plays a lot into cancel culture we're seeing now. It's just a distraction. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. nonsense to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like Reasonable people know that people make mistakes and they can be redeemed. <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of people have the, the wool pulled over their head. On this one, yeah. so I'm not sure if there's anyone <laughs> like profiting per se off of this, other than just don't look at me. Yeah, uh, I, I do agree. Like people have a redemption period. You know, everyone right. can be <clears throat> redeemed. Everyone can be forgiven. Um, but the one person I'm looking at, media don't forgive anybody. Mm. And I think media is profiting. I wish I had a bell that I can go ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Media doesn't forgive anybody. Uh You know, you know, I watched, um, a, um, man, it was a clip of, 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 of uh, some news anchor, but they were going in on Bill Cosby so hard till it just wasn't funny. You know what I mean? Like they even went down to, you know, him, you know, they was making like these allegations, like to him even molesting like little kids on a TV on mm. a TV set. Just lying yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, just lying about it. You know, just actually just going there and taking it there and just not letting up with the gloves. But you know, we all make a mistake in our careers. We all make a mix, make a big mistake parenting. You know, I, I make a mistake as an employee sometimes. But you know, my employer doesn't cancel me. My mm. wife doesn't cancel me. My children don't cancel me. Right. You know. The church can, though. <laughs> <laughs> the church can cancel you in our heartbeat. That blankety nigga ain't... <laughs> Hold on, Pastor. Who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah, but... You know, but media is so unforgiving. I, look at politics, man. Like, they are all in politics. And they don't forgive Trump at all. You know, they don't forgive Hillary. You know, one sect after another, man. They're just at it. And, but they're feeding the fire, adding fuel to this fire when it comes to cancel culture. And again, the media, they can fight racism with racism. They do it all the time. Uh-huh. You know, they, they'll put a, a black man up there and make sure he's not educated enough and ask him the tough questions and go, okay, yeah, you, you, you're, you're, you're ignorant. And you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, and then they'll do the same thing with a white guy. You know what I mean? An uneducated white guy. They throw him mm-hmm. up there and it's like, oh, you're ignorant, aren't you? You know, you're stupid. It's like, and he will, true yeah. colors will start. <laughs> That's right. Media do it. And then, oh, we got to cancel him. Cancel what he, mm. and you won't see that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to Howard Dean. See? He was the lead guy back in, I think it was Obama's first time running. Mm-hmm. 
senator for Vermont. And uh, oh, yeehaw, that guy, the yeehaw yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, 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 yeah. All of us do that. They made him see on uh, 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 JK. They said he's crazy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's out of control. This guy's hollering. Who? Why would you trust a guy like that? And then ran that story like hundreds of times. <laughs> Probably about a week or so, he's out. He lost my vote. <laughs> <laughs> and he never said anything. He never, you know, I don't yeah. agree with his ideology, but I'm saying that was just wrong. Mm-hmm. Ron Paul. Yeah, Ron Paul, right. The smartest man on in the room just totally blackballed this guy mm-hmm. because he was showing him up. So really, I think it's a two-headed monster hmm. that's driving the narrative. Who profits from it the most? Media, politicians. Hmm. And if you look at it, the tactics that are being used have been used by politicians for decades. So like you said, they Hmm. go back in somebody's past. I remember they did this with uh, Sarah Palin. They did it with Bill Clinton. Yeah. Smoke weed. Then he, I didn't inhale. But okay, you in college, man. Yeah. Most folks are probably smoking weed in college, right? Fact. They went and dug that up. Sarah Palin. They tried to get some on his on her daughter. Yeah. Daughter had a child or something out of wedlock. Okay. It's the name of the What's game. What's they got to do with this person run for president? But they'll take any information that they can use and then bend it. Mm-hmm. What's the word? Spin it. Yeah. to fit the agenda. Hmm. And then they run with that. And then when somebody tries to call them on it, they never answer the question. Well, didn't you say, well, uh, the narrative is they'll never get around to the question. But I'm saying because of their pattern, they've actually taught us how to be really good at doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. We do not profit from it. No. We don't profit from it at all, man. <laughs> there's nothing we gain from slamming somebody. That we can lose everything from getting slammed. But these guys build a whole industry and corporate culture off of cancel culture. Correct. Yeah. Off off of the news slash political mm-hmm. version of cancel culture. So, um. <laughs> I mean, like the Joe Rogans of the world. Here's and and here's where the where I think the hat is being tipped. Mm-hmm. All right, it is no secret that the news media is losing viewers and they're losing money. They're they're, you know, if you if you don't have viewers and clicks and stuff like that, right. then you don't get a lot of eyes on the ads, and then the ad people start going to where they mm-hmm. can actually make money, like to. Spotify with Joe Rogan. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And they actually said he made two hundred million instead of a hundred. They actually are paying him two hundred million dollars. How much money do you think Spotify is gonna make just from Joe Rogan? If they are willing to pay him two hundred million, mm-hmm. how much are they gonna make off of it? A lot more than that. <laughs> now, I forget to can you look up the stat to see how many downloads he's getting a month? But he's getting way more views. Yeah, they added up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than CNN, Fox, MSNBC, and all them. So, I think they're doing him in because he's eating up the profits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bad publicity is good publicity, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, and that's the that's the weird thing about it, because he's getting all this publicity. I actually watched two guys on the news. They were talking about this. They said, I never used to listen to Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Now I do. Right. Well, you're driving people now because of the, you being an idiot mm-hmm. <laughs> and being this grown up spoiled brat right. instead of stepping to the plate and saying, well, let me make my product better mm-hmm. so people come back. You choose to try to cancel this guy. Right. And it ain't working. Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Y'all try to cancel him. There was probably a lot of people that weren't going to watch his special on Netflix. Right. Now they went, oh, okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's do a little social experiment here on Generational Curse. All right. Doug, say the word. <laughs> <laughs> We're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> We're canceled. See, so 
it, it didn't hurt my feelings. You know what right. I mean? Like, did it, how, how did you feel, John? Exactly. I don't even care <laughs> if somebody's calling me that and trying to be derogatory. Come on, man. Uh, sticks and stones, man. Yeah. Now, I get a right to respond. Mm-hmm. If you're coming at me, I yeah. get a right to respond. Right. But, you know, I think a lot of this is because of, uh, like, the children are doing worse than what the parents are doing, so to speak, in this situation. Mm-hmm. So it's now taking a life of its own. Yeah. Where it's actually something that communities probably use to keep order. And I'm going to come to that later. Um, now you got people who weren't trained, who don't know how to use this, and they're using it based solely on emotion. So <clears throat> when they hear the N word, oh my gosh, we need to pass a law to stop that from being said. That mm. hurt my feelings. Really? <laughs> cancel that show that, oh my gosh you know what I'm saying is yeah. now we're getting so weak that we can't take adversity no we cannot no not at all well, you got the numbers on that real quick I can't find them I'm okay. trying to find them all right. but, but I'm reading from psychology today uh, they had done some studies and some research on why cancel culture is bad for society um, so in 2017, 2018, <clears throat> online posts calling out others uh, drastically increased and were part of the, this is who's getting paid, <clears throat> Me Too, mm. Black Lives Matter movements, mm-hmm. and other movements that, that deal with that. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, NFL star quarterback, was attacked by Trump for kneeling before a football game. As a result, intense pressure was exerted to have him fired and banned by the league. By 2019, the term cancel culture became more known and moved into mainstream media usage. Mm. So during that time when we seen Kyle Kaepernick, yeah, Trump did attack in a way to where, you know, have him fired. You know, if I was an owner, I would fire him. You know, Mm -hmm. he wouldn't be playing football he wouldn't even be playing flag football. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so because of that was brought out, yeah, everyone, and they use this to gain Trump's political status in the U.S. It was used in that in that way, um, but to cancel Kaepernick, all we seen out the media was Kaepernick face everywhere, him kneeling. It was wrong, but get this. Those guys were kneeling in the NFL, especially Marshawn Lynch, was kneeling in the NFL way before this was even brought out. Right. Right? So this was brought out, again, to fuel the fire Uh and to bring about cancel culture, in my opinion. Uh, Again, like I said, it started with Cosby, too. But, you know, the term, I think it started around that time. But here, we definitely see it. But who got paid from it? Me, too. Black Lives Matter and other movements that um, are out there, and including media. So, so Me Too, did they, uh, Me Too movement, was that an actual organization or, or is that just the title to the I movement? I think it became an actual organization uh, off of, I forgot the, the woman who created it. I forgot. Ah, what you got, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing Doug on the, on the fire, yeah, quick. Yeah. That ain't something you have to look up. I was just, I was just wondering because, uh, the reason why I'm asking that is because Black Lives Matter, as far as I know, um, did not take any of those funds to actually help people. Mm-hmm. So I could be wrong. They did not. But I, I don't recall them. Like, people accused the Black Panthers of all kind of stuff. They never killed anybody. and But they did start uh, feeding programs. They did all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And even... The Klan, man, this is a good friend of mine told me this. He actually, it's a black guy. He met a Klan and talked to him. He said initially Klan was actually started in the community Mm -hmm. and not as a, like, racism type thing. I do know for a fact that the, uh, uh, I think it's the Aryan Brotherhood. No. The Aryan Brotherhood, yeah, Aryan Brotherhood did not start out racist. (laughs) They started out in, in the U.K., it was like a, a movement among young people, mm-hmm. and but it, well, the reason why I'm saying that is because they, uh, I'm saying that sometimes organizations get co-opted. 
And so Black Lives Matter may have started as a good thing. And then it just became money. Yeah, that's all it's about. It became <laughs> it's just money and, 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 and notoriety. Mm -hmm. And I know the, the one of the people in Black Lives Matter, um, they walked, they bought like three or four homes or something like that, three or four pieces of property. Yeah. They made like $90 million. Yeah, and this is deep. You know, I'm just reading this, and this is crazy. All right, so back in March 2nd, 2001, fellas, uh, Dr. Seuss' birthday, birthday, right? Over 700 million copies worldwide. Dr. Seuss, everybody knows. You mean the, the green eggs and ham? Yeah, yeah, Dr. Okay. Seuss, right. So, <clears throat> um, all right, in 2001, they announced that they would no longer publish or license six of his books. Okay. Right. Here we go. Yeah. And <laughs> so, um, the discontinued titles contain racial images identified as potentially hurtful, therefore not fitting into the company's station. What well, well, their mission, their stated mission. Um, so the shouts of cancel culture basically hit it, you know what I mean? And, and here it is. All right. So this is about Fox news. So after that happened, Immediately after that happened, they counted 139 mentions of Dr. Seuss on Fox News Channel on the day that they said that they ain't doing it no more. Mm. 139 mentions of Dr. Seuss being canceled or, you know what I mean? Like it's hurtful, it's harmful, you know, we just and that. So it puts us in that mentality as consumers to say, you know what? F Dr. Seuss. He's right. dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> what was the images? What, what did they say? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I do remember it when it happened last year, but I didn't even bother to look at the images. I myself was like, this is stupid. Like the, uh, what do you think about the, uh, Aunt Jemima, the, the, the pancake the, box thing. That family was really upset about it. <laughs> yes, because, they were. Did they, did they make money for like, that? Like seeing it. I don't think they made any money. But they were good with the with the with her face. It's part of history, family history, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what they wanted. They were happy to have her face on there. <laughs> I remember my wife and I were in the store, man, mm -hmm. and this guy had like twenty boxes. Because <laughs> mm, it was going out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like they're about to get rid of it, man. I love these. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the Uncle Ben's. Uh, that's that's a case of he's like. city urban like types that are city urban liberal types speaking out for people that they know nothing about because a lot of this cancel culture stuff is like urban white people trying to stand up for other people even though they really don't understand anything about them they assume that they're some certain way they have a caricature of black people or Asian people or whatever people on their mind that, that they're this way. We need to do this and that. Like, no, mm -hmm. it's like, why don't you let them stand for themselves instead of treating them like they're so helpless. Mm. And it's like reverse racism. Is what it's I just racism. It. There is no reverse <laughs> racism. Yeah. You can't I'm saying in their minds, they wouldn't see themselves as racist. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I think but they project a lot. They're, they're thinking, but Oh, how helpless, you know, if they can't help themselves. We have to advocate for them. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It probably ain't reverse like in the true sense. Reverse would be like reverse would be called. probably good, but it's yeah. not reverse. It's just racism. Yeah. yeah, just a different form of it. <clears throat> not even a different form. It just is racism. Like if you think that another race is in any way inferior to another race, mm -hmm. that's just racism. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And watch this. It makes a lot of money, right? That's what we're talking about. Cancer culture makes a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And it's bringing to your point what you brought out on the back end. Uh, what was it? What will it do for like Joe Rogan, right? You know, it got him more views. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, Dr. Seuss is being read more than ever. <laughs> and, the tr and the trust is delighted to support anti-racist efforts and make a lot of money. Mm. So Dr. Seuss books are being bought more. They're being read more. In fact, um, one Republican, um, Senator Ted Cruz, yeah, Senator Ted Cruz says that it was all President Biden's fault on why the book was, but anyways, but on March 5th, Republican Kevin McCarthy, 
the House Minority Leader released a video of himself reading Green Eggs and Ham. To Kevin children. McCarthy yeah. is Republican? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a Republican. Okay. Yeah. Well, let but me, yeah. th- can I throw out, go ahead, go ahead, you, you, you were saying something. No, no, I would just bring it out, like, okay, so here they're supporting because they disagree. Like, it's not anti, I mean, it's not racist. Like, wh- where would you get that ideology from? You, it's like you, you're adding fuel to the fire, you're twisting it, or you know what I mean? Like, you're just poking and prying and trying to make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And, like, no, those books were fine. I didn't see anything racist about it when I was mm-hmm. reading it, but here Republicans reading it, bringing light to the situation. Now you have more supporters. Now Dr. Seuss books are being bought, just like the Aunt Jemima. I got to buy these. <laughs> I get rid of it. Joe Rogan gets 11 million listeners per episode. Per episode. Wow. That's, that's way over the top, man. That's, Boy. So uh, let me just throw just a kind of weird question out here. If You've heard the Hegelian dialectic. Mm-hmm. It's, so what it is is <clears throat> you play both ends toward the middle. You have the the antithesis. You have the you have the thesis, mm-hmm. and you're going towards the synthesis. You, you, mm-hmm. So two extremes, and then the goal is to get everybody here. You know, I, and I, and just think about it. Um, whenever there's a crisis, somebody profits from it. Somebody profits, right? Right. So if it's a contrived crisis, crisis, do both parties profit? It depends if you're, it depends, uh, I mean, what's your profit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean like, do, do do the opposite ends both get something out of it? No, I don't, I don't, my, my gut feeling is that no, both, both sides don't get something out of it. Just from what I've seen in recent years, like with Black Lives Matters, the organization, Patrice Cullors buys herself a $1.4 million home in a white neighborhood. It's like, okay, Patrice, like, what's your game here? Obviously, you don't care about black people. Mm. Like, I feel like you just have to look at these organizations one by one and, like, take the microscope to them. Because, like, Mm -hmm. with Black Lives Matters, they're a communist organization. They've admitted as much. Patrice Cullors has said that they're trained Marxists. You look at their website and look at their values and beliefs. It's destroy the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. It's totally anti-American, and right. the people that that's hurting the most are the people they claim matter. It's like <laughs> right, we got a lot of black kids in these neighborhoods and these ghettos. Ain't got no dads. Yeah, where's dad? He's nowhere no to be found. No food. Right. It's like, no and you want to destroy the nuclear family? Mm-hmm. It's so yeah, let me, me let so me angry. pose it this way then. Let me paint this picture. And I'm just I'm just throwing this food for thought. Like, okay, the national debt. It's thirty trillion dollars right now, right? Both parties cancel the other one, so to speak, on that issue. When it comes right? to debt. When it comes to debt. Oh, they're printing all this money, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just go back in history, both parties have been pushing debt for a long time. And this, this is why, this is one of the reasons why Ron Paul got canceled. Because he was like, they tried to get him on, this is the Republicans. They tried to say, you were going against Ronald Reagan, as if he's God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he was like, no, I was disagreeing with his debt policies. Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> but both parties are pushing this. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's no... Huge disagreement. It's just they're disagreeing that they're not printing the money. <laughs> when, yeah. When yeah. the Republicans get in, they print it. When the Democrats get in, they print it. Mm-hmm. And then both sides uh, yeah, point, point the, the finger. finger. You guys, you're gonna destroy the country. But we printed five billion. <laughs> we print. You know what I mean? We're gonna do a trillion. Yeah. You know, and and it's like, and you start thinking about it. It's like, but you guys are actually saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you're not doing anything really different, mm-hmm. and you're all for cancel culture when it benefits you. It's hmm. a good point. You know, so like you see in 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 um, in legal issues, right? 
where a constitutional right is violated, okay? But the guy who who was violated is a predator. Mm-hmm. Who's going to speak up then? Nobody. Mm-mm. But yet, all of us are going to be hurt because nobody spoke up for the right. Not the person. Mm-hmm. For I, I hate it when somebody gets off because... You know, they done killed five people, but they didn't read them as Miranda right. Yeah. Right? I mean, just, that just don't make sense to me. But at the end of the day, there's a due process. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't follow that, mm-hmm. you're going to have chaos. And I'm I'm just looking at this cancel culture like, boy, it sure seems uh, beneficial to certain people. You know, not to the average guy, but, and it's like, you mentioned like the Dr. Seuss, and then they mentioned that. And now there's more money being made. Mm-hmm. You know, the Joe Rogan thing, they brought it to the forefront. Now there's more money being made. You know, I just, I'm just going off the rails, Doug. I'm, I'm just I'm just letting it fly. But what if that's the goal? You know, I mean, cancel culture is doing its thing. And it's creating division. There is no doubt about that. It's creating division. It's harming children with this bullying stuff and, you know, and then who knows what's happening to people's dreams. They see the Dave Chappelle's of the world or whoever mm-hmm. just get smoked online and they go, I don't want to be a comedian now. <laughs> you know, I, I'll just <laughs> forget mm-hmm. it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be a trash man. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. We don't have to discuss it, man. I'm just venting. This is like a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm just like, man, it just seems weird that every time one side does something, the other side makes money. It just, and it's almost like it's happening so much. I mean, you can go to an environmental movement, one side slam oil, all companies got paid. Mm. One side slam uh, wind turbine technology. <laughs> <laughs> The other side got paid. The yeah. stocks go up Correct. and go down when certain parties take yes, power. Right. And it's a pattern now. It's not just an anomaly. So what do you guys think, man? I, 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 I definitely agree. But he hit something, man, where I don't know if our, our, our listeners heard it. But did you just equate cancel culture to communism? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Explain, explain that, Doug, because that that right there, man, is is because I'm looking at it. It's basically like inclusion, rejection. But where where'd you get communism from? And, and explain communism first, so, yeah, yeah. so to be clear. Oh man. So, <laughs> we put it to the right. test. You got to prove your case here on generational yeah, curse, folks. I was gonna read the definition of communism. Right. Just be clear, so we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. A system of which goods are owned and common are available to all as needed. Theory advocating elimination of private property. Doctrine based on revolutionary Marxian socialism and Marxism. Mm. Totalitarian system of government, in which a single authoritarian party controls state-owned means of production. Final stage of society and Marxist theory in which the state has withered away and economic goods are distributed equitably. Hmm. So with cancel culture and mob rule, so the government's got a lot of work to do and people that are in power have got a lot of work to do is they have to convince people that certain things are taboo. Mm-hmm whether it be specific language or specific ideas, they get it out there through the media that, hey, these things are bad, like smite those that do the do the stuff. Mm-hmm. So we've got BLM activists, Antifa activists, whatever activists you can think of out there canceling people because of things that they've said in the past, that really aren't true reflection of their character or are cooperating with companies that are deemed evil. Mm-hmm. So I would just warn people to be aware of 
who they're canceling and why and think of the ramifications of that as far as the Constitution and our rights go. Because if they convince us that what they want is good and we just cancel people on our own volition, they don't have to go through the that due process. They don't have to say like, oh, well, we need to read you your Miranda rights and give you this and that and make sure your rights are respected. If everybody is convinced that might equals right and mob rule wins, mm-hmm. then none of that matters because they can do whatever they want and no one will question it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's a, it's a tool for an authoritarian dictator or group of leaders to say, <laughs> you know, this is how things are going to be and we're going to be able to get around it because these fools will willingly lay down and take it. Mm. Mm. You know, I wanted to go there because you, you hit it so hard. Um, Ivor Myers has this um, YouTube channel, but he brought out something, John, I forgot the name of the, uh, the, the, the episode that he shot that he filmed it. Um, but anyways, he brought out a great point about um, a certain church was preaching that the United States of America um, basically like would enforce the market of beast. Mm-hmm. And the government heard <laughs> this was back in the what? 1900s, early 1900s, something mm-hmm. like that, maybe even 1800s, but the government heard what was going on. <clears throat> So what they end up doing, they end up investigating. They end up having CIA, you know what I mean, spy on them and whatnot, <laughs> just to make sure that this wasn't a uh, anti-government. Yeah, type. anti-government type. Well, they're not. You know, they were just they're they're Americans, but just preaching what what you know the Bible says. So <clears throat> what the government came to them and was like, okay, we heard what you said here, and you need to change it. Word it, whatever it is, just don't put America in there. Like, no, but this is true. This is fact. I mean, we, okay, though it might be true, we need you to take out America. If not, you will be canceled. <laughs> jailed is what that Jailed, yeah, jailed, <laughs> pretty much. So he's bringing out something here to where I, I do see that cancel culture is turning into this, this tool that can be used for the government in a way to control the masses, mm-hmm. control the people. And one thing I want to add is that I would hope people realize that we've come to an age now where we are the means of production. Mm-hmm. Like our data is being bought and sold every day. <laughs> so when it says totalitarian system of government, government in which a single authoritarian party controls the means of production, that means us. I mean, that as well. It's not just the machines making your t-shirts. Right. right. It's us too. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind mm. whenever you're canceling people or you're even thinking about canceling somebody. It's, it's going to come for you too. Yeah. That is the big problem. That's one of the curses I actually see about this is uh, what, what you advocate is going to come against you eventually if it's not right. Right. It, it just... It's the law of sowing and reaping, man. Mm-hmm. You you sow to the wind, <laughs> you're going to reap the whirlwind. <laughs> the wind is, you can fly a kite in the wind. You can't even stand in the whirlwind, bro. That's a tornado. That's right. And there are people that can capitalize on the whirlwind, which is what we're dead smack in the middle of right now. And <clears throat> this is what I believe is happening. I believe America, number one, if you're sitting here thinking that this is a purely capitalist nation, think again. There is laws and governing bodies that dictate every area of your life in this nation right now. Sure is. Right? You can't even turn on the water without some regulatory body. And I'm not saying it's all wrong. You actually Mm -hmm. need certain things in place. But there are laws that are going against laws. Yeah. We can literally drive down the street and break a law and not pull a gun out and not harm anybody. You know, I heard a story about a guy. He was digging on his own property, man. Mm-hmm. Ended up going to jail. For digging on his own property? He didn't have some permit or something. <clears throat> and it dealt with, an envi- with the environment. Mm-hmm. Went to prison. You know, and it's like, 
that is totalitarian. It's, that's your property. But mm -hmm. again, in America, you don't outright own your property. No, you don't. No, I, I no, You I basically don't. own a deed to the property. Correct. Once you pay it off, the bank owns it first. You hold the deed, but the state owns the property. Yeah, and actually the state trumps the bank. Absolutely. Yeah, the state trumps it. So, you know, if you don't pay on you don't pay your mortgage, you don't pay the bank. <laughs> right. They even take it from the bank. Yeah, exactly. You don't pay your taxes. <laughs> so let me just put that out there. But what I see happening is in the Constitution and in the Declaration of Independence and all that, we hold these truths self-evident that all men are created equal, right? And have been granted inalienable rights by God, by the Creator. Mm -hmm. Okay. You put that in writing. Did you stand with it? Because hmm. now it's coming back on you. Right. See, if you don't, we mentioned in another podcast about this being a Christian nation. If you make a claim and don't keep it, that's called a hypocrite. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And hypocrites get burnt in the end. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the whirlwind is now coming. Okay, you cannot say every citizen here is a free person right. and then there's a war and you put all the Japanese in concentration camps. Can you do that? I That's really know. not upholding That's not, it's not. the Constitution, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and we can just name numerous examples. There is a moral component as to why this stuff is happening now. This is what I believe. Yeah. That you put it out there. Mm -hmm. Okay, you didn't really uphold your end of the deal, really. I'm talking about government structures, not the average person. Mm -hmm. Talking about the upper echelon, that they're quick to go, bam, Constitution, <laughs> <laughs> when it's convenient. Yeah. But then they, because executive order mm -hmm. is illegal. Yeah. You cannot pass law through the executive branch. Both parties do it. The executive orders were meant mainly for the cabinet, not the citizenry. But y'all been doing this for years, both parties. Ain't nobody speaking up. Well, I wish to cancel that. Like, nope. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not convenient for them because they, and nobody challenged, this should be challenged in court. Hmm. Somebody should sue the government for allowing these executive orders to be pushed as law. I'd be the first. I identify as a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> as an <laughs> They'll eat me alive. So <laughs> you, you are... You are systemically instituting tyrannical practices from the top down, but then you're going to say, oh, that's cancel culture. Well, you've been doing it for 100 years. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. So now these things are starting to, the, the rise of the ant, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You seen the movie Bug Life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ants are starting to rise up now. They're going, oh, okay. If we throw enough Molotov cocktails, <laughs> we gonna kill Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We block enough freeways, we can, you know. And again, to me, some of it is justified. We have the right to peacefully assemble. Right. That yeah. is our right. That's right. All right. Yeah. That's granted by a creator, not just some men that wrote some words. Mm -hmm. We have the right to peacefully assemble. That's how the civil rights has so much power. Yeah. But now it's turning to unpeaceable. Non-violent, mm -hmm. non-violent, <laughs> turn into violent, violent. I don't yeah. even know if you can do a non-violent <laughs> protest those, anymore. I mean, those definitions are fluid depending on what political party is <laughs> in power. Exactly. Mm -hmm. great exactly. Point. And so I'm just making a point that I think this is coming back to bite the media. I think it's coming back to bite uh, the government mm -hmm. because the media is now getting canceled. People are just saying, Look at look at TV. Folks are going to Netflix, Hulu. Streaming now. Yeah, they, they're saying, <laughs> forget NBC mm -hmm. cable. But Does anybody own cable anymore that you know of? No. no Except but, for but, internet. But you know what? With the <clears throat> decline in TV, there's been an incline in political propaganda. Correct. In these movies on Netflix and Amazon and this yep. and that. That's true. Yep. <laughs> so they'll get you one way or another. <laughs> yeah. And they're still working it. And that's why... <clears throat> Great point. That's what I wanted to get to is that they will get you one way or the other. And I liken cancel culture to a 
Bell Biff DeVoe video. <laughs> that girl is poison. Yeah. <laughs> Never trust a big button to smile. <laughs> that's cult, That's toxic culture. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it looks good. You know what I mean? The big button to smile looks good, but it's toxic, man. It's dangerous. You know, cancel culture, it will destroy you. And the government is wise in their craft. They're smart. You know, they, they know what the law says and they know how to manipulate it. They know how to to take one word and use it two ways. You know what I mean? Like they, mm -hmm. we, right. we don't know how to do that. You know, we are educated in that way because we're consumers. All we're taught is to take propaganda. I mean, propaganda. We're, we're, yeah. we're eating it. We're, but they dish it out. So when they dish it out, they go, oh, no. Okay. I'm going to take this word and use it in two ways. So that way they'll think that it goes here, but no, it's not like, um, like Indiana's law when it comes to the right to work, right? We're mm -hmm. a right to work state, man. You know what that means? You have a right to get fired. <laughs> it don't mean I have a right to get a job or work anywhere I want to. Yeah. No, you have a right to get fired based off of, yeah. we can just say, you don't, you don't work here anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't have to explain it to you. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like we think, oh yeah, right to work. Yeah, right on. I'm moving to Indiana. You'll find out you won't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Get there and nothing's there for you. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, but <clears throat> here it, it's it's a dangerous thing because I think that the the government is using it in a way through media, through movies, you know, all of the above, especially entertainment, to control us. Because one day we as a society will be canceled. Mm. We'll be canceled based off of this right here. It's very toxic, I think. Yeah, if it follows this natural conclusion, it's, it's, it's not good. Yeah. It, it really ain't. The government for the people, by the people, it won't be anymore, mm -hmm. based off of cancel culture. <clears throat> if well, let me ask one question. I know we got to close up, but do we, the citizens, bear some of this fault? Yeah, we cancel mm -hmm. each other. Like <laughs> do, do we, we've allowed the government to do things We've allowed the media to do things, you know, um, and just kind of take a blind eye or or um, apathetic to the situation. You know, mm -hmm. you look at the drug thing now. Mm -hmm. When it was in the inner cities, it wasn't a problem. Now right. it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it really could have been dealt with, you know. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of stuff is like that. There's a lot of stuff like that that folks just, you know, and now it's in your house now. Yeah. You know, so do we bear some of the blame? And then how do we break that cycle? Because it is not good where this is headed, you know. Um, I don't know how communism got this popular appeal to it. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, but all you got to do is look at North Korea or China. and Yeah, people ain't eating. And, yeah. yeah. Russia for years, Soviet Union, you know, they was broke, man. Mm -hmm. And they've killed way more people than Hitler ever did. That's the truth. That's the <laughs> truth. Way more. And, you know, may, maybe maybe there's this altruistic concept attached with it about all of us can have ownership, you know, mm -hmm. but really there is an elite echelon mm -hmm. that really owns it. Yeah. And then they dictate to you how much you can have, how many kids you can have or whatever. You know, and I don't know why that would appeal to somebody though. You know, it, it 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 just don't make sense to me. I like freedom, man. I like I like waking up. If I wanted to walk naked outside my house, I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, Doug. There's ticks out there. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, it's getting to the point where they'll say, Hey, you know, uh, our studies have shown that if you don't wear a seatbelt while you're watching TV. You can break your arm. And so since that's costing so much money to the hospitals, we're going to pass this seatbelt law in the house. And folks will go, yes. Oh, yes. Well, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Consuming. Yeah. And it's like we don't pay attention to the bigger the, picture. Yeah. To where the stuff is actually trending towards. And then mm -hmm. my second question is this. Is it inevitable? Mm -hmm. It's not inevitable. But uh, people need to be reminded that you should be questioning your authority and not forget that redemption and forgiveness is possible. Right. 
Uh, I was talking to Terrence about this on the way over. Probably, the, probably more popular than the Bible now in recent years is Star Wars. Mm. Star Wars is really a story about redemption and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at, at the end of those first three movies, Luke Skywalker got up to the Emperor, and Emperor was promising, uh, promising him all his power that he could have if he would just join him and strike down his father. And Luke said, no, I won't hate my father. I'll forgive him, mm-hmm. and I'll die for him because he can be redeemed. So he questioned that authority and forgave the most evil man in the galaxy besides Palpatine mm-hmm. and you know, ended up balancing the Force and bringing good back to the world. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and that, that story is replicated throughout religions and, and other stories in the world. So I would just... That would that would be the one thing I would say about that is don't forget about those lessons. Mm. Terrence J, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he brought that out, man, I was like, that's that's pretty deep, man. That, yeah. to, you know, you know that that's you know in there as far as like redemption. But I do agree what he's saying. Like we have gotten so far away from redemption or forgiveness to the point where you know it, it's not funny if someone heard about me taking a belt and whooping my kid, you know, I would be canceled on generational curse. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. but let's look at the context. You know what I mean? What did my son do? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) what did he do to deserve that? You know what I mean? But that's not even a question. Mm -hmm. It's not even a question. So from the remainder of my life or my career, you know, I'm going to be looked at, be looked at or, or considered a, a, a child abuser. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I will never be able to redeem from that because of who I am. I'm not the high guy on the totem pole. You know, we can look at Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton. How many people have that administration, or, you know, cancel people physically? Mm-hmm. Hundreds. Hundreds, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and yeah, over they're anyway. still, <laughs> you, yeah. you, you still running for office. Like, <laughs> you're still getting votes. You're not canceled because it works for a certain sect. And it's a dangerous thing because, again, I'm looking to the future here for our next generation coming up. You have Gen Z and you have Alpha, uh, Generation Alpha, and they're looking at this. Gen Z is participating in cancel culture, cancel culture, and Alpha is looking at it like it's the correct thing to do. Again, it, it has its place, but we are misusing it. Mm-hmm. We're abusing it all for an agenda. And I do agree with you, John, that this is agenda to make money, but I do see that it is an agenda to control the masses, to control it. So we might have social credits. We might have social credits because of cancel culture. I think that's That's a scary thing. That's already started. Has it? Yeah, with COVID. COVID passports, Mm. certain cities. You're right, yeah. Yeah. So you can get canceled because you're not a good citizen because you don't wear that mask or you're not getting the vaccine. So all of what the government wants you to do. And again, I like when we had the judge on here the other day, he defined it, man. They can take a law (laughs) and use it like they did for COVID. You know, they can say whatever they, they Mm want to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a curse. I see it. I, um, this is not a, this is not a political issue. Because forgiveness is irrespective, yeah, uh, and redemption is irrespective of politics. You know, um, shouldn't matter. You know, there's a story I actually saw on TV. A guy, this guy, this is back in Mississippi during the '60s or something. White guy killed black man's father. Mm-hmm. The son ended up in a life of crime, went to prison. Guy ended up either being his cellmate, yeah. the guy that killed his father, man. They end up becoming best friends. Mm. You know, you don't see movies made too much about that kind of stuff. Mm. You know, um, I do think it's a generational issue where I think boomers instituted initially through their rebellion from the silent, Mm -hmm. the undergirding for cancel culture. Hmm. And then each generation with the with the increase of technology, it became easier yeah. 
and then your accountability became less where there is no accountability now. So this anger for the man was passed down from the boomers. And now they just angry. Yeah. They ain't for the man. It just, we just angry. Mm -hmm. And you've passed this down. And now there's a mechanism called social media that is being weaponized that people are using and they have no inkling as to what it's actually doing to people. And it's because each thing has just been passed down over the years. Yeah. Nobody really has sat down at the table and went, Hey, this is why I did this. This is why we did Woodstock. Or this is why we passed this law. Yeah. It's just all emotions. And then it gets down to alpha. Mm. They're not going to have any training, any, they're just going to go what they see. The patterns that they they're watching see now. exhibit, yeah. and then they won't have any moral framework to put that in. They'll just be impulsive, and the next thing you know, we use the term weaponize. <laughs> they'll really weaponize this thing. I mean, this is where tyrants start. I mean, yeah, yeah, and then they'll be easily manipulated to do whatever somebody in power wants done. Wow, yeah, so. That's just, a, we got to, you know, the, the word careful is what Doug used, and we do have to be careful. There's a great responsibility with having this type of power mm -hmm. and this type of liberty. Mm -hmm. It comes with a cost. Lots of people died. Casualties, yeah. To get this, you know, and maybe a lot more. You know, so we're going to have to be very careful with this responsibility we have. If not, it's going to be bad, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, and it's not to say you shouldn't speak up when you see wrong either. Is all it That's takes for evil to triumph is good men to do nothing, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Yep. You gotta wield this power of responsibility too, though. Yep. Yeah. We're As gonna sign off here. This is John Barnett, and this is Terrence J. Doug Fullen. All right, Doug. <laughs> We're gonna talk to y'all next time. Peace out. And it's apparent y'all left something in the water Can't pretend that I'm not bothered by the sins of my father's breaking curses Breaking